0: Pandemonium Reigns. Hey! Hello! Hi! Ola! Aloha! Welcome to Pandemonium Reigns. I'm Dan. He's Mike. I'm pretty. He's sexy. Wow!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had somebody stop me uh, the other day at church and said, uh, Do you have a... Uh, is it a bromance or do you have an infatuation with your co-host? <laughs> and I was like... Bro, you don't even know. It don't even know. It is a bromance. It is an infatuation. It's all of the above. It all runs deep. I, <laughs> uh, I mean, just look, just look at it. Just look at it. Okay. Just just look at him. Still are we are we still without a haircut?
1: No haircut, baby. I mean, look, no look haircut. at this. No Look at well, crap. You can't see it for the headphones. There we go. Man,
0: look at that. Look at that. It's coming out, man. I'm Party you. In the back, baby. Look at that.
1: We're talking about we when we get to talking about spring practice and things like that for college football in Tennessee, these balls and everybody, mm-hmm. it's going to be unleashed, son. That, that'll be like a year of no haircut for me. And I'm not cutting my hair. We're going to have to start a Twitter account, Michael Walker's hair. <clears throat> we can do that. You know, we can absolutely <laughs> do that.
0: Hey, tell the people, just give them a sneak peek. You don't have to tell them content or anything, but tell people like what's on deck, like what you're doing in addition to the Pandemonium rains Reigns podcast, audio version, absolutely. YouTube version. Tell them what's up.
1: Absolutely. Looking at my other screen over here, I've currently got 1,300 words for you. Uh, now, this is talking about we're, we're not doing an orange cast right now, but this is talking about the 2022 Tennessee Vols, the Vols since Hopple arrived, since mm. Hinton Hooker arrived, those things. An appreciation post, if you will, yeah. things like that. So look for us in the written word spaces here in the next, mm. I don't know, I'm
0: hesitant to give you a time frame but let's just say soon. We're we're in the we, we tickle your ears on a, on a regular basis and Michael's in the process of tickling your eyes tickling your eyelashes grazing is. grazing your eyeballs I don't know. There it is. There <laughs> it, it, it is. Tickling and grazing. <laughs> <laughs> hey as he said it's not an orange cast so we're going to talk we're going to talk playoffs a little bit we're going to recap uh some of the bowls but we're mainly going to talk Georgia and TCU and I'm just here to tell you the boys at Pandemonium reigns are TCU against the world, okay? Yeah and that that flipped quickly man
1: I, I can I don't want to think back to that day because it was a painful day. but when I think back to that day of T- uh, TCU and Baylor, man, I was pulling so strongly for Baylor we were looking for them to take you know, again not an orange cast but to open up the the door for Tennessee to creep into that top four. of course Tennessee didn't hold up their end of that bargain either. Uh, but now, my gosh, how the turntables, if you will. Mm-hmm. Michael Scott in the house. Um, go TCU, mm-hmm. purple or nothing. Max Dugan or nothing.
0: Yeah. Give me all mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. And as we as we further talk in or tap into TCU, we'll be tapping into TCU Michigan. And I just want to say, you, you've got people out there saying, Man, this is the perfect season on why we need an eight- 12 team playoff. I, I just I don't I I have such an opposing argument. I think if this is an indicator, this season is a perfect indicator of why four is, I mean, the sweet spot. It should be hard to get into the playoffs. And TC is showing if you take care of business, you're gonna get in. You, you take care of business. And when you don't take care of business, you 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 lose. You lose when out. you're not when you don't take care of business, you're USC. Oh, I was actually kind of pointing the finger at, at us, but that too, that too, Chiga. <laughs> hey,
1: they had an easier path than Tennessee had. Let's just
0: say that. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. You don't get to lose to Utah twice. So you don't get to you don't. Uh, and that's, that's USC's case. You don't get to have a blowout loss in Tennessee's case. You don't have to have two close losses in Bama's case. It just it just, it just doesn't work. Right it's it's not it's not okay. You don't we should not be rewarding losses. We not should, Oh, everybody should deserve a chance at the title.
1: Yeah, I mean if you want to continue the trend mm-hmm. of Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, Ohio State playoffs, yeah. expand it. All those teams would have been in mm-hmm. and who knows what would have happened? They, you know, they would probably all be in the second round if we had multiple mm-hmm. rounds and not just four teams. Mm-hmm. This like you said, this is the perfect I mean, my gosh, when when expansion is on deck, this is the perfect season against it in my book. Look yeah. at what it took, and we'll get into it. Look at what it took for TCU to beat Michigan. I mean, Michigan played yeah. the ugliest game of their season. Yeah. You know, and, and I think you can even look at scheduling, how how their schedule was one, two, three games, tops. Um, they they handled their conference slate, their out of conference was pathetic. With a, with a let's not forget that they canceled a game with with UCLA. There was a uh, you know, that game did not happen. It was supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um and and I don't think it sets you up well for playoff contention when you have that easy of a path in. Yeah. So I mean, again, if if you want to continue with the same four, five, six teams, let's expand it. Tennessee yeah. would have got in.
0: I'm good yeah. with that. I don't yeah. want it, but I'll be okay with it for sure. For sure. You okay? So <clears throat> let's go ahead and tap into this because you said something that I think a lot of people are saying, and I'm I don't know if it's that I disagree or that I'm seeing it differently. People people are saying Michigan did not play its best game. I think there's some truth to that, but I, I think TCU set the set the tone from start to yeah. finish, and they're like, "You guys are getting labeled as physical, and we're getting labeled as Cinderella." Well, we're about Cinderella's about to take the slipper off and slap you across the mouth. I think Michigan got punked. If I, oh yeah, you said got, that all all game while we were texting. You said that, and I couldn't agree more. They got bullied, and I don't know if that Michigan wasn't ready for it, or. I, I don't know what I do know is TC was like listen we're we're not Cinderella we're not wearing glass slippers these are work boots and right in the mouth man from from start to finish they were they were they were jumping off the ball they were uh they were physical they had violent hands on the defen- on the defensive line I mean they were laying wood so I, I mean to say that you know, Michigan didn't play a good game, Uh, you know, whatever. you know. There's and and the-
1: really, I think, you know, and not to cut – sorry to cut you off. No, you're fine. You're but, good. But I think that Michigan not playing a good game can kind of be – yeah, their defense was, was taking advantage – TCU took advantage of their defense. They found ways to move the ball, whether it was driving the ball or whether it was hitting a big play. They found ways to move the ball, no doubt there. They scored mm-hmm. quick. They matched scores with Michigan when Michigan was attempting to come back. But – You know, talking about Michigan not playing a good game, that falls so much on JJ McCarthy with those those interceptions that he threw. Yeah, they also had a fumble. You can't do those things in those moments. Um, I also, you know, it. it, I think it was actually a dual-edged sword for Michigan, but you know, they they had to get out of their game plan. They had to get away from strictly running the ball because of the way the game was playing out and the turnovers. Uh But when they, you know, they went away from their run early. Thinking about the first drive when they had it fourth and goal and they went for it, they did not take the points. Uh-huh. They they attempted, I think, the Philly special to try to score on, and it yeah, it got yeah they blown. got cute yeah. yeah they got cute got blown mm-hmm. up. That's not who they are, but it, mm-hmm. but I think the positive for Michigan in that was that they kind of cut it loose there for a while. They had to play with their hair on fire, and and they made a you know a a very strong run to bring this game back. Just fell short, mm-hmm. but again, I think there's positives and negatives to them having to get out of probably what mm-hmm. they game planned and wanted to do. What they've done all year,
0: sure. I I I want to call out a little bit of the play calling. They got into that. I want to say it was third and goal. Might have been. It might even been second goal. I'm not sure. Either way, TCU stuffed it. Michigan ran a fullback dive (laughs) uh, in that scenario, and I I I typically don't hate that, but you have. I don't think you've done that all year, right? So uh, a couple reasons I don't like that. One, you haven't been doing that. Two, the fullback just doesn't have an opportunity to gain momentum. I'm much rather if you're gonna do that, i not much rather you just sneak it in, you know, QB sneak. Yep. Um and third thing, why not turn around and just hand it to Edwards? I I, I don't I don't know. It's not like he's not like he's finesse. I mean, dude's dude's physical. I mean has got a yeah, got a decent frame on him. Anyway, so some <clears throat> some some sus behind the Michigan play calling and and decision making, and you know, and there's there's some debate on You know, you and I, I think, disagree on on one of their touchdown receptions or lack thereof touchdown receptions. Yeah. Um, Either way, I think TCU said we're we're not the one that's going to get bullied. It's going to be you. Yeah. And which is just you and I were talking about this yesterday. You know, the whole Sonny Dykes thing mentioned mentioned Sonny Dykes who bottomed out at Cal. Yeah. Like. This is this is a fantastic story that I don't think is getting enough credit. How many I, I can count on one hand how many times it's been mentioned that he's in his first year, right? Yeah, at TCU, where he's come from, kind of what he's achieved, the successor of Derek Dooley at LA Tech, <laughs> right? Huge shoes to fill, and I'm, I, we're not minimizing him. It's just I'm, right. w- what I'm saying is it's just not getting enough 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 chatter, enough buzz. I've I've heard it one time one time. uh, So <clears throat> go Sonny.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. S- mm-hmm. Stoked for him. Um, Very, very big turnaround mm-hmm. for him. I do think, you know, we talked about this. I-, I talked about with you, Cal being a tough place to win just because you're kind of like the third little bro in that state. Yeah. yeah it's a huge state with a lot of talent, but everybody poaches California, much like they do Florida, Georgia, you know, yeah. all the States that are just yeah. loaded with talent. It gets poached very hard, but talent in Texas is different he has capitalized sure. on it sure. um he he did a good job they talked about I think during their game with Michigan how he recruited Quentin Johnston back to TCU when there was a coaching change going from Gary Patterson I mean who is through and through TCU or yeah. was through and through yeah. TCU that's that's huge shoes to fill there um what a job he's done like you said he's he's still fairly young he could do this for another long time I think he's in his early 50s I saw so I mean he could oh, be there I'd, Gosh, I thought he was older than that. Me too. I, I did too. Uh, that's one thing that surprised me when looking into him. But he could do this for another
0: long time, and, and heck, I hope he does. It's been a nice revival for him, and
1: mm-hmm. got no issue with TCU out there.
0: Sure, and 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 he's he's tearing up the transfer portal like he's all over that puppy, and and he's yeah. got to compete in in the in the national championship, and he's still. <laughs> I mean, he just got Trey Sanders. Um, I think that's only going to further benefit a school like TCU, who sits in that Fort Worth, Dallas area, mm. because. The transfer portal is my gosh! It is, it is, it is swarming and changing uh, this game that we love. And I think what you're going to see, because you have a ton of talent out of that area, and they're going off to the Alabamas, to the Miamis, to the Floridas, uh, all over the country. You know, kind of as you said or highlighted just a minute ago, and they're going to get homesick. And I think Tennessee, TCU is going to be the benefactor of that. Yep. I mean, they're the. Think about this. They are the best school in the state of Texas.
1: It's wild. I mean, yeah, Texas A&M. Had, I'm just they, I'm picking on them because it's it's easy to do this year. They've given us so many things to pick on them for. Yeah, but they had this monster effort in recruiting this otherworldly class where they just usurped everyone for a year. Now they're losing those guys, but it, you know they they added that talent on top of talent that was already there. It's not like Jimbo's early in his tenure at Texas A&M. He added that to what he already had. Yeah, and TCU, like you said, is the best team in that state. Texas has struggled for a long time to get it going. I don't, I just don't know anymore what's up there. But I mean, again, his his first year, he's pulling all the transfers right now. They're mm-hmm. going to see a massive recruiting bump in general, I would think, from this season. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, yeah, like you, like mm-hmm. you said, they're the best team in that
0: state right now. More playoff wins than Lincoln Riley during his time at Oklahoma. Think about it think about it.
1: Love to see it. Love golf, to see it.
0: Golf clap. So here's my question as we move forward, <clears throat> can TCU continue to play that physical thing or uh carry that physical match into uh into this national championship against the the pups? Listen, okay. If you're listening and you're a Georgia fan, just either, either just put your seatbelt on, all right? Or turn us off because uh, yeah, we're we not happy that you were there. Uh it, I think every other person in this world who is not a Georgia fan is not happy that you were there and you can bask in the oh, It's if you don't love us, you hate. Em. Okay. So whatever you want to, I don't care if you're a Georgia fan, turn us off for all I care. So can, can the Horned Frogs continue to bring that physicality to a team like Georgia, right? Who, uh, I don't know if I'm going to say they're bigger, stronger, faster because Michigan had, I mean, gosh, Harbaugh has recruited so well. Over the years, I mean, and you're talking yeah. about the best offensive line in in college football, <clears throat> at least according to, you know, people who vote for award winners, Yeah, back to back seasons. Um, and you got some studs on that D line <clears throat> for Michigan. Yep. So, so I'm not I'm not not dismissing, you know, those guys by any means. <clears throat> All that said, can TCU do it again? And, and what's it going to take for a TCU to to? Gosh, I hate to say it pull off an upset right i mean yeah it's a 12 and a half point spread at this moment
1: yeah and and you know we were talking before we we hit record that uh it has trickled down from at least 13 and a half if not 14 and a half so still just a huge number for a national championship game um don't know how far you'd have to look back in the playoffs or a national championship to find a spread that long Mm -hmm. But it's probably a few years at this point because, I mean, this again, they're they're proving that they're not Cinderella, your storybook Cinderella, but that's how they're thought of. And and Vegas proves that with this spread. So what it would take, I mean, Mm -hmm. they again, they have to play another physical game more so probably than they did against Michigan, if not Mm -hmm. just as much. Um, you know, I said this about Ohio State, and Ohio State did way, way more than I thought they would do against Georgia. Mm-hmm. But you better be throwing the ball before your guys are out of breaks, throwing them open, throwing with extreme anticipation. He's got to use his legs. Not you know, if if he can pick up yards, mm-hmm. move the chains with his legs, absolutely do that. That'll be harder in this game than any game that they they faced. But yeah. you've got to stay alive in in the ways that. That Bryce Young has done against Georgia, that other Alabama quarterbacks have done against Georgia. That yeah. CJ Stroud did a a valiant effort of doing against Georgia. You gotta stay alive, keep your eyes downfield, because, you know, even a secondary and a defense like Georgia's can only cover a guy for so long. I mean, that's just sure. that's just almost <clears throat> scientific at this point. They're as good as you're gonna find, but you gotta keep yourself alive, extend plays, and and again, you better have extreme, extreme anticipation for where you're gonna go with the ball or what you know, what you're gonna get because they're going to do a great job of disguising it. And and you have to be – that ball has to be out by the time they're breaking. Or, you know, again, if you've kept the ball – if you've kept the play alive, you got to continue to do that and make those big plays.
0: Yeah, I've got two keys for TCU just kind of off the cuff. And they're almost one and the same. Uh, TCU's offensive line is going to have to have their best game thus far. Absolutely. Second, when Georgia blitzes, you need to make them pay for it. You need to yeah. constantly put – Make them regret blitzing, and you need to put them in position to say you're going to have to generate pressure with four. When you send more than four, we're going to make you pay for it. I I I want you to send more than four. I want that to be the 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 narrative the uh, the plot throughout this.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, You know they have to as just in a matter of you know split seconds identify where the pressure is coming from. Make Georgia just Mm -hmm. make them Mm -hmm. rush for expose. Any weakness that that a blitz may present, you know, whether it's it's slipping a, a tight end up the field if it comes from a linebacker, mm-hmm. or just hitting something quick from the direction that the blitz came, um, because Lord knows Georgia is as creative as anyone with how they disguise those blitzes, where they bring them from. Yeah. They're not afraid to do so because of the talent that they mm-hmm. have at every position, but especially on the back end. So you got to find a way to make them pay for it. Um, you got to, I mean again if this is basic like we talked about with Tennessee and Clemson when we previewed that, but you've gotta you've gotta win your early downs. You cannot be caught yeah. in a lot of second and <clears throat> third, ten plus, you know, minimize your sacks. Uh I think I saw that Michigan only got Duggan actually sacked one time. Mm. So I mean you gotta limit that. Lord knows Georgia's gonna get theirs because they sure. that's who they are. Yeah. So you, you just have to limit that as
0: as much as you absolutely can. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I don't think that a quick game is enough for TCU to run and 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 beat Georgia. I think you need to run quick game. I think you need to find deep balls. I think you need to, I think you need to win on misdirections, which um, uh, eye candy is what got Michigan beat in some places mm-hmm. um, with some of the stuff they drew up. You have a serious mismatch advantage in Johnston. I mean, he's just Georgia. Listen, their their secondary is 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 probably the best you'll find in the country, right? Yeah, but they don't have a corner or defensive player that tall or that or that or that good enough. I guess I should say to to continually handle this guy one on one. Right. I I expect him to be doubled throughout the night.
1: Yeah, Maybe, I mean, right? convert what Georgia did against Tennessee, Jalen Hyatt, the way that they stacked their their formations and and their alignment. That's probably what they're going to do. Except it'll be. Probably more on the outside in Johnson's case versus yeah. the way that Hyatt is utilized in Tennessee's offense. So expect that. Find other guys, find out who can win other matchups. I think, you know, what surprised me somewhat against uh in the Georgia and Ohio State game is that Kamari Lasseter was was picked on a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Harrison got his when he was in the game before he got knocked out of that game. He yeah. got his, I mean, he he made a a statement in that game. So You know, whether Ringo is on Johnson at all times or whatever they do, can you pick on Lester? Do you have someone that can win there? I know you don't have a Marvin Harrison Jr. and an Amika Ibuka or a Jackson Smith and Jigba, but who are your second and third guys that can capitalize if they Mm -hmm. put multiple eyes, multiple dudes, Johnson's direction, because I think they'll have
0: to. Yeah, I agree. I don't know that Georgia is going to do that though. I think I think Kirby's going to say, "I believe that my dudes are still better than your dudes," and I think they will. I think they will issue assign Ringo to Johnston until until they can't say, "Hey, main coverage, it's you, man. We got you. Yeah. We trust you." Um, I think Ringo's solid. I don't know if he consistently can can do it though. Yeah. Um, please don't prove me wrong. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what a narrative. I know I'm kind of jumping ship here. What what a cool story it's going to be if, if TCU is, is hoisting the trophy. I mean, especially – and again, wow, I've just gone off in the left field here. <laughs> especially with Texas and Oklahoma on a departing ship out of this conference. TCU's like, what? Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, they yeah, might even be able, You might even have enough equity to say that now. Like, hey, we're in the national championship, Texas. You haven't sniffed this since '05. Oklahoma, you haven't sniffed this since. Help me, '01. I mean, 2000.
1: Yeah, I mean, they've made runs, but they they've been mm-hmm. whipped in the first round every time, except for the the 2017 Rose Bowl against Georgia. That gave them a, a strong run, but that was Georgia at the beginning of of what they've been doing here. Yeah. Um, And they haven't been competitive in a playoff game since.
0: It just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, and if I'm TCU, I'm especially if I'm holding up the trophy on Monday night, I'm, I'm my first I'm going home to my laptop and I'm emailing the administration at Texas and Oklahoma. And I'm, Hey, y'all have fun. We're going to we're Yeah. We got a trophy in our, on our shelf. Y'all have fun with that, with that conference. So Absolutely. Hey, let's talk uh, Georgia-Ohio State a little bit as we continue to, to actually talk about the Natty. Um, man, what a performance from Ohio State. If Absolutely. If you were one of those guys who said Ohio State didn't deserve to be there, yada, yada, I think you have an argument just because of they had just really hadn't done much. The, the resume wasn't all that great yeah. uh, in order to get there. But as far as you know, being one of the best teams in college football, I think they showed that. C.J. Stroud played... My gosh, his best college football game ever. I yeah. Mean, where has that been his career is what I want. Yeah. To
1: know. I mean, there's been times in his career where I've just been wowed by the placement, what he can do as far as ball placement, his touch and accuracy at times. Mm-hmm. But he, you know, in those moments, it's they're not playing Georgia in those moments. They're not playing a top five team usually in those moments. I mean, he is not beaten as a starting quarterback. He's not beaten Mission. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Where has that been from him indeed? I could not echo that enough. Um, Stetson had a fine game against Ohio State. I mean, he did, he wasn't as good as CJ, frankly, but he was good enough, obviously, for them to win. That's, that's kind of, that's, that's just who he is, you know? I mean, he, mm-hmm. he, he, uh, he obviously did fine. Um, as I get another phone call in the middle of that, that was awesome. <laughs> um, but CJ, CJ Stroud was the best, he was the best quarterback in these, in this first round of playoffs. Um, again, at, Elevating to a level of consistency and just, I mean, he, he did things. He put it all together in the biggest moment, the biggest game of his career. Um, and I was I was just super impressed with him, with Harrison. Egbuka uh-huh. um, made plays. You know, they couldn't do much running, uh, as much as I'm sure they wanted to running. Uh, Stroud actually ran more than you'll see him run. And that's yeah. both down the field and keeping plays alive before he
0: throws the ball. Um, just wowed by what they did. Yeah, you know what? That's a that's an excellent point, talking about him being the best quarterback in the playoff thus far. I don't know about Stetson's numbers, but I'm glancing here at at at, at Duggan, and it certainly wasn't McCarthy. Um, <clears throat> Duggan was 14 for 29, so a hair over 50%. 225 100. to hmm, – that's a hair over 50%. 14 and 28 would be 50, though. Right, so he's – oh, yeah, math. Ha! Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, My bad. No, yeah, 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 thank you um two scores two picks so you know not great um uh, especially in this day and age of college football I, mean, I had you ask me this these numbers 15 20 years ago but oh my gosh what a day yeah. um but he did that I will say this <clears throat> did that without Miller but in in step this Amari Demar Demarcado de, de is that French is that Italian <laughs> um not sure um again was it McCarthy i um, not sure about Stetson's numbers, but I'm not going to sit here and say Stetson had a great night. Yeah.
1: I mean, um, his his ball placement was a little iffy. His decision-making was a tad iffy. He sure. did have the one interception, and I think that's kind of why I say CJ was the best quarterback in the first round. I mean, Stetson bested him by 50 yards. They, they both had the same uh, completions percentage at 23 of 34. Stetson had 50 more yards, but what CJ did – compared to what the guys around Stetson did, not to discredit him. I'm just saying, yeah. mm-hmm. in that first round, CJ was just mm-hmm. massively impressive.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, so I would say, you know, best quarterback in the playoff. And as I'm glancing at this, I think what sh- jumps off to me is what Ohio State did to um, Georgia's ground game. I mean, it was only 135 yards on 26 carries. Now, I know that – it's factoring in, you know, sacks or whatnot against and yeah. Macintosh five for 70, Edwards eight for 56, Milton three for 26. Those are just odd numbers. That was that was obviously definitely by committee. Um how is that 135? Man, just glad Yeah, right. Goodness gracious. <clears throat> so anyway, um, what a performance by by Stroud hate to see that end for Ohio State the way that it did. Um, And I I just want want to kind of travel down this Ohio State road for a second. If you're out there saying that Ryan Day can't get it done, I think you're an idiot. Oh, yeah. Uh, Because he almost did against Georgia. Yes. Best best team in the country. Took them to the wire. Yeah. um, On a a terrible missed field goal. I I mean – what more could you have asked to be Stroud? That receiving unit, I, I don't know. I think that I've heard that probably a thousand times since that game has been played. Ryan Day can't get it done. I think that's an idiotic statement.
1: Yeah, and and it's easy to say that because Urban Meyer did get it done, and then he left like he, like he does. Um, in step Ryan Day, and, you know, they've had some moments here and there. They didn't lose to Michigan for so long until – Ryan Day took over and, and CJ Stroud was in at quarterback. It's easy to look at those things and say that Yeah. in every college game, almost, almost in every competitive college sure. football game, it's so easy to find little moments like play calling. When you got conservative, did you take your foot off the gas? Things like that. Maybe they should have made a a stronger push for a touchdown or to make that, a, a, you know, a more makeable field goal there at the end. But, you know, I'm scared to put the ball in the air against Georgia's defense when it comes when I have a makeable and and a viable field goal available. Why take your chances? I mean, he made that kick earlier in the game. Uh You know, I mean, seriously, it's easy to say those things about Ryan Day. Uh And sure, they've they've shown some weaknesses Uh that they didn't necessarily show under Urban or earlier in Ryan Day's career when when Urban's talent was still in the place there. But that's just that's an easy thing to say. And I don't I don't necessarily buy it either. He took Steps to discredit and disvalue those statements in that game did nothing but to me. Absolutely, I mean it's
0: going to be. I think it's going to be more difficult for Ryan Day and Ohio State going forward because you're losing C.J. Stroud. Yeah, he's he is obvious. I mean, he was 23 for 34 against against Georgia. Yeah, and you're like, well, his receivers. Yeah, you're right, but look at his ball placement. Look at his ball placement. I mean, that was that was spectacular. Yeah. And,
1: and one, and, you know, I've talked about it, but, but just everyone doesn't stay alive to make those throws the way he did in that game. Oh, and yeah. For sure. There's a reason, you know, when Georgia has lost Alabama, when they've lost games, there's a reason that you see quarterbacks be able to do that. Because if you're a statue back there, I, I just don't think that's the way to go mm-hmm. against these Georgia defenses that we've seen, or for that matter, any any of these elite defenses that we've seen. You need that. And that's why you've seen it. It's, it's you know, the cream has risen to the top. Um It's just, it's, it's amazing what he did.
0: Yeah, for sure. So going forward, you're losing, you're losing Stroud. You don't really know what's going to be behind him. And the Big Ten is on the verge of getting rid of divisions. And I mean, so if they can get, of course, they haven't done it in two years, but if they can get to Indianapolis, you know, you're, you're facing an Illinois, you're facing a um, uh, a Wisconsin uh, just a not good West division but they're gonna be getting rid of that so you could be having a rematch with the Michigan or a Penn State of, of something of that nature so that's going to be more difficult for them going forward but to say that they can't get it done that's just idiotic I yeah, mean I mean I don't <laughs> stupid yeah um so um any other comments there on on how state uh, anything else going forward there that you want to touch on would the hang on, uh, hang on, let me set you up something. Would the presence of Jackson Smith and the Jigba have made a difference? Ah, man. I have to think so because,
1: you know, if Marvin Harrison goes out, at that point, you've got Jackson Smith and Jigba and Amika Ibuka. You've got two more targets where you may have had three earlier. But, again, I think, you know, just one more guy is is huge for them, especially a guy as good as Jackson Smith and Jigba has been. I think that could have made a difference for them. Um, hate to see a, a good player like him have have an injury marred season. I know it was questionable on if he could have played in this game. You know, it would have made a difference to me for sure.
0: Yeah, I could see that because I think you just at least have to account for his presence, even though he's not 100. Because George, or uh, excuse me, because yeah, because George is not really going to know what he's capable of and and whatnot. So yeah, I mean, you, you at least got a third piece. Right. Yeah. That you're looking at. Which brings me to the conversation of, of the national championship in the presence of Darnell Washington. I think the absence of him is actually a, a big, big uh factor for for Georgia and, and and TCU because there's just so many different things you can do with him when he's on the field. You don't know when he's on the field if they're gonna line it up and run it at you because he's such a big body that he can he can he can run block he can pass protect and he can get downfield and, and, and catch balls. So good for TCU in that department. I mean, yeah. uh, I've heard, I've heard a couple of Georgia fans. Oh, I don't think it matters. I, 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 I disagree just because and I, you know,
1: I've even heard that he could be back, but I agree if he's out, that is big because of his stature. Sure. If nothing else. All their receivers block. Well, Brock Bowers and their tight ends certainly block. Well, but, they're not all six, seven, 250. seven two fifty. They're not all sure. a sixth offensive lineman out there. Sure. You know they do maybe they do block well, but again they're not
0: Brock, they're not the size of Darnell Washington. Uh, to dumb it down elementary wise, I just think it becomes a little more predictable in what they're going to do in uh, on their play calling as far as personnel and, and who is on the field. So with that said, I've heard Georgia fans saying, "Man, I hope they run that three three five stack. We'll run it right." That's exactly what JJ McCarthy said. It's exactly what he said, okay? So let's talk about this for a second. The thing yes. with the 3-3-5 three, three, five, five stack, um, I've heard people say it's the same as a 4-2-5, the same as a nickel. No, no it's not. Three down <laughs> linemen, three backers, five defensive backs, uh, specifically, I believe, three safeties. Um, <clears throat> the thing about the 3, three five is you don't really know where the pressure's coming from and they disguise it really well, okay? And if you if you don't have a Donna Washington on the field, I'm not saying it's a difference maker. I just saying I think it's I think it it, it it's not ne- even necessarily an advantage TCU. I just think it helps them out, you know, a little bit. But to sit here and say, "Man, I hope you I, teams have been saying this against hey, I hope you run that 3-3-5 stake and you lost." Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I think if you're for Georgia and you're saying that. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I know we've got listeners out there. I know they're Georgia fans and that have said this. I think I think that is an idiotic statement. Yeah,
1: I mean, because like you said, not only has everyone said it, but, but Michigan no doubt said it. They were licking their chops. And mm-hmm. early in that game, when Donovan Edwards broke that 50-yarder or what have you, it, it looked like it was going to cost TCU. You know, I, I was of the opinion mm-hmm. at that time that Michigan was going to run wild because, A, it's what they had done. Sure. And because I have, you know, these ideas and these assumptions about the th- about a three three five as well, mm-hmm. and I did I did some digging. You know, you can look at the game preview and see that you know Georgia allows seventy seven rush yards. TCU allows on average one forty nine point five. Those numbers are up just a little bit after the first round. I don't know that those are updated based on what I found, mm-hmm. but TCU's defense was. Kind of a mixed bag on the year. You know, I looked sure. at their schedule, the games that they played. Really, the mm-hmm. first time that they got got, if you will, was against Kansas. In that game, that's when Jalen Daniels went down for the first time. That's when the backup Bean came in for Kansas and they passed the ball all over them. 350, 351 yards, 189 on the ground and five yards per carry. That's the first game, which was their fourth, no, their fifth game of the year. They gave up five they gave up an even five yards per carry. They mm-hmm. did that a couple more times on the year, um, and, you know, they cannot do that. I mean, it, for them to do that, that is just the ultimate recipe for disaster. But mm-hmm. if you go in with the, you know, thinking that you've got them right where you want them because of what they run and who they are,
0: that you're just, you're setting yourself up for an upset. Agreed. And and going back to that Kansas game, you've, you've now got, when Daniel Daniels goes down, you've got a TCU team. Changing their game plan on the fly. Exactly. Exactly. You're not, you're not, exactly. Sit there, you're not uh, listen, I played this game and I did play at the collegiate level. You're not going to sit there and tell me that they're uh, in game week prepping for backup quarterback. No, they're not because the Heisman trophy was being attached to Jaden Daniels' name at that time. They're saying, oh, yep. he's going to find himself in New York. They were planning for Jaden Daniels and then comes Bean, a totally different type of quarterback, right? Okay. So I don't, I don't, I'm not here for that. That's, yeah. that's not, that's not going to cut it.
1: Now there were games along their schedule throughout the year where they they may have given up an ugly number of rush yards, but a lot of times as well it was under four four yards per carry. You know, three and a half, three point seven. They'll have to stick to that realm to mm-hmm. keep this a competitive game. I think. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, if if you go in just with that mindset, and I don't think for a second that. That Kirby will allow that, I, you know, I not I wouldn't be totally shocked because that's just, you know, arrogance is a real thing, Pride's a real thing. With with especially with athletes like these players are, mm-hmm. uh, it could pop in. But I do think Kirby will say, look, "Look, look at what people have been saying about them, but look at what they've turned around and done to those teams." So don't get sure. caught up in that. Yeah, you know, they better figure out a way. You know, Georgia mm-hmm. needs to ensure that they can run the ball. I think for yeah. for them to have success. But yeah. knowing them, they they may be able to do that.
0: Yeah. And something else I want to point out is TCU just went through the Big 12 slate, which I think from top to bottom was probably the best conference in college football. I mean, your worst team, again, I think we mentioned this on a previous show, that your worst team was Iowa State, and they were solid. Yeah. Are you going to convince me that the bottom half – of the SEC is going to beat the bottom half of the Big Twelve? Are you are you telling me that Vanderbilt's going to beat Iowa State? I don't think so. Are you telling me that Kentucky is going to beat an Oklahoma State? They just got blanked by Iowa. I don't think so. Gosh, yeah. I mean, I don't either. Maybe maybe with Will Levis. I mean, but anyway, I I just I'm not buying that at this point. So it's going to be fun to watch. Monday going to be. I, I just hope it's fun. Please God, let yeah. it be fun. Right. Hey, let me, let me
1: make this request again. I, you know, I asked when we orange-casted previewing the Orange Bowl with Tennessee and Clemson, when we talked about, I believe, the uh, the first-round playoff games, I was asking for vintage games, for good games. Mm-hmm. Give me that, man. Give yeah. me something that looks like round one of these playoffs, and I will, I'll go oh, to l- sleep a happy man. Unless
0: it's a Georgia win. There you go. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to say it, but I, I'll take it. I can't do that narrative. Oh, my gosh, the greatest playoffs ever, and Georgia won it. Shut up. Gosh, <laughs> yeah, if I get real. if I get barked at one more time, goodness.
1: Dan's going to jail.
0: I'm going to jail. That's what I heard. I'm going to That's jail. All right. Let's get into predictions. Let's get into scores. Spread is sitting at 12 and a half. Over under is at 62 and a half. I hope that oh I hope that over hundred over, over under is just blown out of the water. Oh the yeah. Way. a Couple of things before uh I set you up for your predictions and whatnot. Points per game Georgia at 39.4 TCU at 41.1 points allowed per game 25 for TCU 12.8 for Georgia somehow they have managed an arguably better defense than that iconic one last year Um, yards passing per game I'm getting a phone call that's rocky top in the background that you're hearing um Yards passing per game, 269 for TCU, 293 for Georgia. Rushing, 204 for TCU, 201 for Georgia. Yards allowed. This is where it gets interesting because it's 385 for TCU and 292 for Georgia. So there's some numbers for you. What say you, my guy?
1: I'm going to be impacted and have those round one playoff games on my mind when I say this. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that Georgia wins just because it it's hard for me to still, despite what TCU's done, all the things Ohio State pushing Georgia, it's still just hard for me to see Georgia getting got taken advantage of in their defense sure. again. Uh, you know, should be an excellent game plan from both staffs. They should know what, if anything, will work and be willing to adapt, willing to throw it all out there. It is the national freaking championship. Sure. But With that said, with what I have in mind for this game, I'm going to say Georgia does not cover. They do win. I'm going to say Georgia 44,
0: TCU 37. 34-27. Wow. No, 44-37. Sorry. 44-37. Okay, wow. Man, my ears. (laughs) My bad. And you're Not in my ears. like literally. There's, there's <laughs> nobody else has my ears right now. Uh 4437 Oh gosh, man. I was angry New Year's Eve after that Ohio State missed field goal. I will be so angry after that. Um, I've been wrong a lot, was wrong about the Orange Bowl, gladly. I said going into the playoffs be surprised if Ohio State pulls off the upset, which they almost did. Don't be surprised if TCU does. So I felt like I was right about that but a little a little taken back by that Ohio State game um, I'm gonna say that Ohio State put some things on film for TCU to say, oh okay, all right I think we can I think we can I think we can play that game. I think we can do that. However, I don't know that it will matter. Um, I think Georgia is that good. I think we're looking at like a 45 Georgia, twenty-eight thirty-one something like that, TCU. Uh, I'm going to say Georgia wins. I'm going to say Georgia covers. Um, I've been wrong so much. I would love, love in my dearest of hearts to continue that trend. Um, But I do think Georgia is going to be back-to-back national champions. Um, And I hope that Sonny Ducks is listening to this and he's – Hey guys, nobody. Them boys in in the South don't believe you can get it done. Let's show them what Texas ball is all about. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know where he's from. I don't know if he talks like that. I couldn't tell you. Um, that's beside the point. So, yeah, I'll take Georgia. Uh, unfortunately. So, uh, just a couple things before we we land this plane, real quick. Let's let's just recap a, a few of the bowls. Unless you have anything else on TCU Georgia. I do not. Okay. Well, <clears throat> go frogs. The hitting a frog, let it rip, baby. What is do you have you seen how angry former players are uh for the Southern Cal Trojans? <laughs> One in specific, Lindell White. He no, I have straight not. cussed out Lincoln Riley and said, You have brought that no no effort defense, that that MO of you're just not gonna do it to LA. And dude, he was to go search it, man. It's I will, It's I will search it, but just off the dome, I would say to Lindell,
1: what has USC done before this? That was better. Since you left town. Yeah. 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 Since you left town. I mean, lane lane left y'all in a bad spot. Helton never got it done. What, what in the world was better about that than this? So, so freaking happy to see, Tulane pull that out! What a freaking job that was! I think they won two games a year ago. Is what I heard. Don't know if I heard that correctly. Yeah, just absolutely phenomenal coaching job by those players. I mean, just
0: love to see it. Could not love it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, Tulane. I mean, they're good. I don't. I mean, you you lost to a really good. You lost to a team that beat your Big Twelve champion. I mean. (laughs) And they just kept scoring. And I, I learned uh, learned listening to Josh Pate this week that um, Georgia Tech actually had Fritz; they had him, but Fritz wanted to finish coaching the year, and Georgia Tech was not willing to wait.
1: Oh my word! What are you doing? What is not, you doing?
0: They were not willing to wait. So, um, anyway, with on, on, that's all really all I wanted to say about USC. Like I, it, and you took the point right out of my mouth. Where have you been? I mean, yeah. you have a guy who just brought you a Heisman Trophy. You were you were an inch away from the playoffs, right, uh, against, a, against a Utah team who <clears> – <throat> back-to-back Rose Bowl appearances. I mean, <laughs> you <laughs> – golly. If I'm Lindell White, I, I, you know what? Sorry, Lincoln. Shouldn't have said that. Here's some money. Go got, Go get yourself a D coordinator, right? Go get yeah. you somebody to yeah. – who can who can get it done? Um, I will say though that California has not been putting out elite talent in the trenches lately. Uh, so I think they need to tap into the portal for that. Yeah, uh, or absolutely. Obviously, and and their brand their brand is picking up steam fast, it just, it just simply due to the point that you just made. Like where have you been? Yeah, I don't know that a, that a move to the Big Ten is actually going to help you in that department. Very curious to see how that's going to shake out because I think California kids are going to want to play in their home state, and now you're going to send them to Wisconsin, to Michigan, to Ohio, across the country to New Jersey. Have I fun. mean, I don't blows my mind. Um, anyway, so as we transition again, USC, where have you been? I just want to talk Penn State for a minute,
1: man. Just for yeah. a minute.
0: 14-point win over over Utah, who lost Cam Rising again in the Rose Bowl, back-to-back appearances in the Rose Bowl, back-to-back appearances where he goes down. Hate that for that kid. I have heard people say, mostly on Twitter, here's my thing at night, I lay down, I scroll Twitter, and I just like (laughs) to search different things. And people saying after that Rose Bowl appearance, Penn State will forever be mediocre. That they will never be back. I'm here to tell you that they've never really left. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know what more you want out of them. They are in an incredibly tough division, right? Absolutely. Um, I don't know what more you want want out of these guys. And I will say, hey, but before I forget, man, Clifford had his best game of his career. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So good for him to go go out that way. Uh, and I believe they've got a really good one behind him. Uh, five stories. That sounds
1: right, but uh, I can't can't think of the name. Guys,
0: we are not here for inside sources. We are here just to give our opinion. Um, exactly. <laughs> uh, you won the Rose Bowl. I, I'm the most, I mean, the most beloved, I mean, when, 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 so Josh Pate used this, this, this language on his last show of when you cut open college football, what bleeds out? I think, I don't. I think when you cut college football open, I don't think I don't think Bryce Young bleeds out. This was him saying this. I agree with you. I don't think your 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 big names, your Tim Tebow's bleed out. I think things like the Rose Bowl bleed out. I think things like Sean Clifford being waved off into the sunset after a up and down career being there for seventeen years. I think that's what bleeds <laughs> out. You you just won the won the Rose Bowl um, against a team that was there last year. I don't think Penn State has actually ever left. They went through, you know, a bit of a. Actually, let me word it this way. <clears throat> think about what schools like T- uh, Tennessee has been through, and you just you just escaped. You found a way to, um, collect two hundred and pass by the jail cell. I'm using Monopoly reference here. After your famous head coach was caught in the scandal of scandals, right? Basically sneaking things under the rug or not reporting. I mean, say what you want to, and you came out above it with your head above water. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you did hire Bill O'Brien, and it wasn't a great tenure, but it wasn't bad.
1: Boy, it stabilized things to set you up for where you now.
0: right. So I think if, I, if I'm a Penn State fan, I think you need to chill out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean, this is like, again, just a perfect little look into – where the sport, where society is at, because it's like, if you're not winning at all, if, oh, if you're not taking that step, you know, because here's the way that logic works in society. Oh, you won the Rose bowl. You had a really nice season. <clears throat> now, if you don't win the playoff next year, did you do anything? That's yeah. the way our society functions. Like the sport and society surrounding this sport. That's the way it functions. Yeah. That's the reason that coaches get fired <clears throat> off of, you know, a, a year or two that are down there is no patience. There is, you know, it's just rash decisions. That's all the sport is. That's all it's become. Mm-hmm. Um, celebrate that win. Yeah. Like you said, mm-hmm. the division is tougher now than it has been because Michigan is starting to handle its business. Michigan was not handling all of its business there for many years with the Ohio State game, mm-hmm. L- you know, losing games like this Penn State game. It- it's only gotten tougher. Yeah. So, you're yeah, like you said, I don't think they've ever left and i think it's a fantastic win a fantastic, what what should be really celebrated just a massive win in that game that game mm-hmm. means a lot to mm-hmm. me at least mm-hmm. um so yeah i mean i'm with you that just there it's just not so black and white in the sport there are gray areas and you have mm-hmm. to celebrate victories like that just like tennessee who you referenced there should celebrate an orange bowl an orange bowl win Absolutely. an 11 win season Absolutely. celebrate those things don't get caught up in just the negatives always strive for more but don't let it negate a good season where you
0: lost to literally two playoff teams (laughs) yeah yeah right and Michigan who's got some stuff that has just surfaced with these guys so and and Harbaugh is saying he's going to come back but every coach says he's going to come back yeah uh Ohio State is going to be going forward without Stroud now I'm not saying that there's nobody behind him you just don't know Pence the 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 conference could be yours next year it could be could be it could Could be. be Um, I don't know who they get at home. I don't know if they get Michigan or Ohio State at home. I don't. I don't remember, um, but it could be. Um, as we land this plane, just a few minutes left. Um, happy for Mississippi State getting a bowl win. Gosh, sending. Uh, gosh, I don't even know if that's the right way to say this, and I don't want to. I don't want to issue any kind of disrespect here, but that's sending Leach out. You know. Yeah. Uh, uh, over hey. a really good Illinois team.
1: Had to win that game. The fashion and what not – no wait. They already had the game one when the just yeah. <laughs> debacle on the field took place at the end. Yeah. But yeah. was that not such Mike Leach fashion with a crazy lateral yeah. across the field that gets scooped and scored on? So, yep. yeah, man, I'm so thrilled. You know, that's really the only SEC team I'll root for in this bowl <laughs> season outside Tennessee. Yeah. So, yeah, so happy they did that. It, yep. I think it's going to mean a lot for those players when – the offseason is upon us for everybody, but TCU and Georgia already, if yep. there is an off season, it's already upon them. There's going to be a lot of reflection that that's already happening too. I mean, they've already mm-hmm. dealt with this loss, so it's only going to get more real from here. So mm-hmm. happy that they at least had that win to, to remember this season. by.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I have one more thing that I want to say. So if you've got anything else, you, you need to go um, throw it, throw it in there. Um, I believe I've said my piece. Okay. Demar Hamlin. Uh, reports are that he's doing better. And I just want to say this, if he never plays another down in the NFL again, so I don't know if you know this, but the NFL, I don't don't think you start to become vested in the NFL until you're four or five. Right. And I don't know if it's fully vested or partially vested. For players like this, for for these kinds of cases where um, it's inevitable, where the the player has no choice where he's done, it's a health issue, yeah, the NFL needs to do the right thing and said, "We've got you, yeah, we have you covered we We are going to make sure you never hear you know here's we're gonna at least best him, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, give him the money that he's earned
1: absolutely
0: i i I think I hear people say, well, you're dang right, they shouldn't be canceling or they they should be canceling the game they sh- they should just cancel football. Okay, so this, here's a it's a double-edged sword. Um, players are risking a lot; they are, but they're also yeah. making the decision to risk this. Okay, Absolutely. and I'm not saying that Demar. Don't hear me say, oh, he's. Well, you're saying he had that coming. No, I mean you, you just don't know but, exactly. But he chose to take this risk. I'm not saying he deserved it. I'm saying because of the he chose to break this risk on behalf of your brand, right? Yes. And the benefit of him, right? He's doing it. I mean, don't, come on, now he he wants that to be his job. Take yeah. care of the guy. Take care of Absolutely. him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do, do the right thing. Don't tell me money is an issue. You know what? And and if you're gonna if put it in the hands of the owners, because the owners are making eight, nine figures. Yeah. The bill, the bill's owner is not only the owner of the bills, he's over owner of some hockey team or something up there. Exactly. Take care of the guy. M- Take care it. of it. The NFL needs to say if that happens, it is on behalf of the owner or somebody to, to make sure he's taken care of. Absolutely. It's kind of like this. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, the state of Tennessee has has passed a law. I love this. That if you are if you drive drunk and you kill because of your dr- uh, drunken drivingness, um, a mom or a dad who is the parent of a minor, you now have to pay child support until you know that, that child reaches 18. Hey, That's fantastic. I love that. It's basically saying, all right, owners. You're responsible, okay? If X Y Z happens, you have got to take care of this man. You've got absolutely. He, ha- he has a family. He had. He is a son. He is a, he is a. He is a. He is a dad. He is a brother. Take care of him.
1: Hundred mm-hmm. percent. That's all. I got. And and listen, I will say this: This is a minor mm-hmm. props. Minor props to the NFL for this game not being resumed. Not sure. not on Monday. Not yeah. in general, because yeah. that's a massive game between two Super Bowl contenders that will absolutely matter statistically in the standings. It will matter. That's a big game. Mm -hmm. Props to them for sidestepping their brand, their reputation, the money props to them. And again, it's minor. It's the right thing to do. I'm just glad you did it because Goodell, his his reputation, it's a polarizing topic. I'm glad they made the right decision there, but absolutely take care of that man and thank God that he's taking the steps and He's progressing as he is just
0: a miracle. Sure. And two things that are um, two options that I want to say on behalf of the NFL. And I'll, I'll end with this. Cause we've we're about 90 seconds, either return the people, their money who paid for that ticket or take that money and send it to Hamlin's family. There you go. Simple as that. Take care of the man. Hey, we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for letting us tickle those ears. Uh, Michael's hair is still growing. I believe it's gone an inch since we started the episode, <laughs> a solid inch. Hey, um, like subscribe tell you miles and you pause um man it's been quite a journey i can't believe the college football season is almost to its end but man uh, our numbers have grown from from our start and just can't say thank you enough yes we are still in conversations with sponsors it's it's a little more difficult than i anticipated it to be um but anyway those com- those conversations are, are still being had at a slow basis because you know holidays things happen but, hey, we do this for free. We tickle your ears out of the kindness of our heart. so at least follow us. At least subscribe. At least tell somebody. And if you don't, again, I say, you suck. Simple as that. You suck. Have a fantastic week. Enjoy the national championship. TCU against the world. God bless. No balls. CBO. Pandemonium
1: rain.